Soy, the final frontier. I'm Comrade Britain. And I am Living Pewter Pat. These are the voyages of the starship USS Teamwork, our ongoing mission to explore new episodes of Star Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go to Twin Peaks Season 4! Soy Trek the Podcast is here, one half vegan, one half queer, a hundred percent communist, unless we have a mess left to guess. Patrick and Britain, talking, joking, farting and shitting, all about Star Trek. Like our buttholes, the show is wrecked. Soy Trek the Podcast is here. So listen to Soy Trek right in your ears. Hey. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome. Well, how are you? You know what? I'm pretty good. Nice. Um, what's new? What's happening? You know, vibing. Uh huh. Why? Joe vibing. Joe Joe vibrator. <laughs> oh, got him! Got him! Everybody. Good old Joe vibrator. Yeah. What uh, What kind of vibrator do you think Joe Joe Biden would be if he was a vibrator? Probably like one. That has like it's like a novelty one that almost like, it doesn't really work. Doesn't really work. It probably has like a, an Is ice it, cream cone it's as, an like Obama, a, as like Obama twenty sixteen vibrator. It also has like you know kind of like a like a little like little little like um, ice cream cone oh. like uh, stimulator for like yeah the, okay yeah I could see an ice cream cone one yeah, yeah that that makes a lot of sense to yeah, me actually just, yeah just just something and it says like lick me and he's just like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And has, yep. something, and has sunglasses for some reason, too. Or, yeah, or something that says, like, get your licks on Route 66. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Um, yeah, so... Uh Hey, let's talk about our Patreon real quick. Let's talk about the Patreon real yeah, quick. Yeah, so uh, we we have a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs if you like our show, like to uh, like to help us out a little bit uh, so we remain editorially independent and mm-hmm. advertising free. Uh, you know, it, it'd be cool if you went to patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. It would. And uh, for as little as $2 a month, you get all of the episodes as soon as I'm done making them in high-quality stereo instead of bullshit fucking mono. Say you, what? You hear stuff like this. Hello, baby. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess you can hear that in mono. It just sounds like fucking dog shit. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. I turned off your... Try it again. Oh my God. There we go. Um, so uh, you get them high quality stereo as soon as I'm done making them. You also get to vote every week on the uh, the classic episode or movie that we watched during the week. We just had to watch Star Trek Three: Revenge of the Sith, and it was uh, painful. Boy, howdy, was that bad? 
Yeah, but uh, if you give us $5 or more a month, we mention your name. People just like Dylan Lance, Ian Killiat, Nick Savard, Jordan Hill, David Craning Sites, Cappies, D. Gursky, Eric and South Slope, Jormore, Tim Wilkinson, Ethan Adams, Kyle Simmons, PJ Hale, Shane Sawyer, Gillian McCreary, SFC Punk, King Penumbra, Roberto Molina, Seven of Nine, James Hartman, Anna Conklin, Iggy, Electric Baphomet, Joe DeVideo, Joanna Hearn, or sorry, Jonah Hearn, and our very newest Patreon, Abigail Simpson. Thank you all so much for your stuff. Thank your money. you, baby. Thank you, baby. Baby. My baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. We're scaring the new listeners away. Sorry. Saw we. So, um, also, $10 a month, you get access to the media which is my private Plex server that has like, I don't know, fucking 17,000 films, 800 shows. It's got a ton of media. Uh, if you get it, you pretty much just don't need Netflix or Hulu or any of those mm. bullshit apps. No. Uh, because you get it straight from the tap, straight from the source, straight from my Pirate Bay account, my friends. Say what? Nah, I'm kidding. I don't pirate stuff. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, shh. I'm an Orion. I'm like an Orion. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I cosplay Orion, so I need to steal things. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, and then uh, for $20 a month, you get merch every single month, which actually reminds me, I need to send out a couple of those, but uh, oh, yeah. I've already sent out like five, six packages mm. and uh, all really cool merch. Uh, one I was really excited about is I made a one-of-one uh, shirt that just had batleths all over the shirt. It's a black shirt. It has batleths all over the shirt. On one sleeve, it has a Klingon insignia. On the other sleeve, it has the House of Martok insignia. Mm. And it's sick as fuck. I, <laughs> and I made it. I'm like, fuck, I should have made this for myself. <laughs> but it's one of one, so I can't make one for myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, a one, liar. It's, it's a one of a kind. Yep. So if you want cool one of a kind merchandise, uh, check out uh, patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs or any of those other tiers. I don't, I don't care. Just go check it out. Help support us. That'd be really cool of you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. So. Yeah. What did we get into this week, Patrick? Uh, we got into um, Lower Decks Season 4, Episode 3. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the episode. The Cradle of Vexalon. The Cradle of Vexalon. So this one was released on September 14th, 2023. Uh, I was in Rhode Island at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes we got to take vacations, people. Vacation all I ever wanted. Vacation got to get away. So this one was written by um, Ben Waller and directed by Brandon Williams. Sorry, I don't have the credits. Mm -hmm. I don't really care. (laughs) Suck my ass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, immediate uh, opening credits, no cold open. I think this might be the first episode of the series with no cold open, which I found kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. It started Mm -hmm. just directly to the theme song. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's why I thought it was going to be a more 
important episode. Yeah, that and, that would make sense. And then it wasn't. I was it definitely like, was you not. You typically see that with episodes. They're like, okay, we really need to dedicate time to the main story. And right, right. We don't need a teaser because this isn't an open and shut case. Yes. This is a full storyline. Yes. But yeah, I get that. So we open with a captain's log. It goes, captain's log, stardate 58759.1. The Cerritos is visiting the Federation world, uh, Corazonia. An artificial megastructure in a bespoke star system designed by a long-extinct alien species. The ring has been home to the Corazonians who enjoy perfect climate and surface conditions thanks to Vexalon, the environmental computer installed by the ring's original designers. Fortunately, Vexalon is a benevolent ally with no interest in world domination. The Corazonians share a deep bond with their caretaker. Okay, I, I'm I'm down with the bones of this episode. It, yeah. It's cool to have like an ancient civilization who doesn't know how their shit works, and so they need to kind of figure out how. Mm-hmm. So, Freeman and Ransom down on the planet are told that Vexalon, uh, although operational, is getting old and starting to malfunction, resulting in numerous natural disasters. Oh, so, wait, are, are and so they're not a work capable species? I think they are. I'm not sure because mm, like it had seemed like they were just being cared for by the. Yeah, I mean, even if they're not, they used to be, and mm. so they've been, like, grandfathered in, I think. Okay. Because they're a megastructure, an artificial megastructure in a star system. So, like, they're on a, a weird techno planet, so mm. I'm sure they've encountered at least some people. Yeah, and, and then, like, and if, even if they, don't, if they don't know, like, how warp travel works like the computer does, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah so... Freeman and Ransom go to visit Vexalon, and although seemingly benevolent, uh, it, the uh, Vexalon is bad at its job and needs a lot of maintenance. <laughs> and it keeps on fucking up at everything it does. And as someone who has been bad at their job before, I, I feel that pretty deeply. I'm bad at my job every day. Hell yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm great at my job. <laughs> I'm really good. Damn. Um, <laughs> I was I was just entrapping you. I'm sending uh, cli- <laughs> clipping that one and sending it to your boss. No. <laughs> no! Um, uh, they know already. Yeah. You do just enough not to get fired. I <laughs> yeah. get it. They need at least one of you there. Damn it, Patrick shows up every day. He's fucking. He's such a. Rel- <laughs> liable piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck him. Um, so, uh, Freeman begins working on Vexalon and tells them they've delegated fixing the power relay, a task that has been given to none other than the newly promoted Bradward Boimler. Mm-hmm. Over the Boimler, he's nervous about doing the mission. Uh, Talin questions his confidence and suitability for the mission, and he begins to second-guess himself. Uh, since he basically has to disarm a building-sized bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of what it's like when you take a poop. It is, sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I like, it's all, this this whole, pl- this whole episode's coming back to me, because I think when we started, because it's been a week, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, yeah, now I'm slowly remembering this episode, mm-hmm. because it kind of just passed over me. Has it been a whole week or a week whole? A week whole, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, a whole a whole week makes a week whole. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's good information, though. Thank you. <laughs> a whole week of what? You know. I don't. I don't think I want to. Um, so back up on the Cerritos, uh, Tendi, Mariner, and Rutherford get to see a uh, benefit of uh, the benefits of being uh, junior lieutenants. 
they get to see the anomaly storage room, mm. which sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah. You know, um, uh, in it is a zany Betazoid gift box. As previously played by Armin Shimmerman. Yeah, yeah, right. And it was it was it was fine back then, but it goes like extra zany here. It does. It goes like uh, it goes like beyond Pee Wee's Playhouse levels of zany. <laughs> that would have been been some fun references if they had referenced uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh in yeah, some way. yeah. I mean, because it kind of looks like Jombie, right? It does look like Jombie. A little, and, a little Jombie-ish. Yeah, or you know, uh, hey, Couchy, you know, type <laughs> stuff. <yeah. laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, needed need a talking chair or something. Uh, another fun relic that's there is the All a Marine game from, oh, yeah. from uh, Move Along Home uh, yeah. from DS9. Yeah. I was surprised they brought that back. I'm like, oh, that's fun. I mean, they, they tend to, like, focus on some of the worst episodes of yeah. Star Trek just to lampoon them, which I think is pretty fun. Yeah, the most comically mm-hmm. silly. The silliest. The silliest, yeah. yeah. The, the Sometimes the, the least uh, fondly remembered ones. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done Profit and Lace yet, but I'm hoping they do. Yeah, well, that might be, like, some... some um some dangerous territory to tread. Yeah, especially because the cast I don't think is very queer. No, yeah. no. And, and and also yeah, and also like revisiting that and trying to like <laughs> it's just like it's just problematic in its, in its it own. is it is <laughs> so it's just be like you know what it's kind of like you know um what's it called um uh, what's the, what's the one season one episode of TNG which one the naked now. No, no, the racist one. Oh, oh, um, Heritage. No. No, um, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Code of Honor? Code of Honor. Code of Honor. Yeah, it's like Code of Honor, like, you'll never see them lampoon Code of Honor. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, that just seems like territory that's just like, you know. that It, it was a bad idea at the time. It'd be a bad idea now. Yeah, and it's not, like, finally remembered as being silly or camp. It's just no, remembered it's as being just, like. Vaguely racist. <laughs> Yeah, vaguely racist, and also like you know the same with profit and lace is just like uh, transphobic. Yeah, yeah, vaguely. <laughs> and so it's just like you know what, those those will be be left free of parody and just forgotten entirely, which is totally fine. So, um, Tendi, Mariner, and Rutherford are called into a room and given a tedious task by Dirk, a command lieutenant. And the gang thinks it could be hazing or maybe just an annoying job. They're given the, the task of, like, counting out all of these uh, chips, basically, mm-hmm. and seeing which one's bad in a giant room full of chips. Mm-hmm. Um, so back with Freeman and Ransom, they figure out that Vexelon needs their operating system updated, which um, I feel like they're, like, trying too hard to apply, like, modern metrics to... Yeah. Because, like, I mean, it's an ancient system. Who would have who would have updated or, or recoded the operating system mm-hmm. and not updated it directly it is i feel like the vexelon is a, a singular machine for a singular structure right yeah and it, so why would someone create an operating system without it being like a direct update it doesn't it doesn't really make they any just sense. wanted those jokes of it going to safety mode and all that stuff right and, and i feel like this this was just like written by like someone who just kind of understands tech a little bit and wanted mm-hmm. to make some jokes about it this episode was written by a guy who works for the geek squad yeah i'm gonna put it out there yeah or maybe he's in the genius bar yeah and the genius bar yeah yeah um but I don't think it was written by no genius. So no. we're probably going to go for a geek squad here. <laughs> Downgrade. Um, 
So, uh, the operating system needs to be updated, but it makes Vexilon turn off and the clouds begin to fall. And they're mm -hmm. like, they're like now like solid clouds mm -hmm. of ice and they're like destroying things, which was a pretty fun idea, yeah. but, uh, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. So back with Boimler, he's trying to make his uh, mission work out, but the newly deadly weather is making it very difficult. He gives a demonstration to his team of how to remove the bombs, but he ends up doing it entirely himself as his team watches. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I understand that kind of leadership. I've done a lot of that kind of leadership, like mm -hmm. letting people do the work that they want and then like cleaning up after everybody, mm -hmm. which is kind of works, but he's, he's more commanding them not to do any work. And uh, he's just trying to burden it all on himself, which mm -hmm. is, isn't the best way to lead anything. It's a bad way to lead things. Yes. I think we've all had leaders like that mm -hmm. who just wanted to do everything. You're like, just let me do something, <laughs> delegate something, please. Yeah. This is how this is how Boimler learns to delegate. Mm -hmm. We we all have mm -hmm. we all have a time to learn how to delegate, mm -hmm. or we just never go into leadership at all. Yeah. <laughs> so um, back with Tendi, Mariner, and Rutherford, none of the isolinear chips in their tedious task have fixed the problem, and the uh, dirt comes in and points out that they're only halfway done, revealing another full room of chips. Uh, the Marmot Lancelot jumps on Rutherford and scares him. Um, so, back with Freeman, she calls Billups on to work on Vexilon, but it doesn't work, and it does a hard reset and goes rogue, releasing disastrous weather. Mm -hmm. And so, it's like, uh, you know, on SimCity, uh, when you just put it on, like, free mode, and you just start fucking doing all the disasters just mm -hmm. to see what the fuck happens? It's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Boimler realize, realizes he's bad at leading by example right before he's ordered by Freeman to put it back together like it was before. And uh, finally, uh, suddenly a volcano appears and erupts just like Mustafar in Star Trek oh. III, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> a bad movie that our patrons made us watch. You said Star Trek. Fuck! <laughs> See, I set my I set my mind last last time to only say Star Wars, <clears throat> mm -hmm. and then I set it to only say Star Trek this time. So now when I'm talking about Star Wars, I'm only gonna say Star Trek. I was I was wondering if I was ever gonna do that during dur during during our, sex. Yeah, no, probably. <laughs> well, during during our uh, Star Wars review, I was like, am I gonna say Star Trek by mistake? You know, like calling your teacher mom. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but yeah, or calling your lover mom. <laughs> calling your. <laughs> 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 That's happened way too many times before. But <laughs> But yeah, I was like but I was like, oh, I'm surprised. And also we didn't reference Star Trek too much during that review either. No, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, good for us. But good now us. now we we're referencing that review in this review, <laughs> yeah. so we're fucking it all up now. We're fucking it all up. Mm. So um um, Rutherford thinks that they should ask Dirk to stop hazing them, but instead they try to trap him in an anomaly game, um, the, the all-a-marine game, before running into Dirk, who tells them he got trapped in the game they set up to trap him for a month, and he can't go in the anomaly room without being triggered, which is 
cool. <laughs> yeah. I would love to get trapped in a game for a month at work. I know. That would fucking rock, man. And then yeah, and they're just and everyone understands like, oh yeah, you got caught in that in that in that awful game. Right? You have unlimited cachet at work past that point. Like if something tragic happens to you at work and you decide to stay at that workplace, mm-hmm. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh yeah, absolutely. Straight up. Like if you get sexually harassed by the boss, and like you get him transferred away from the store or something, but he's still <laughs> hired within the company, mm-hmm. and you're still at that store. You can do whatever the fuck you want in that store. Oh you yeah, you can. You can. You actually can go sexually harass someone now. <laughs> it's it's tradesies. Now I'm the sexual. Harasser. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the sexual harasser now. Um. So, um. Yeah, we already went through that. Uh, so, in order to uh, get him to not go into the game and get trapped and trigger himself, Mariner uh, starts to talk to Dirk about slop jazz. And uh, th- <laughs> this is actually like the, the funniest scene in the thing is yeah. him, his, him nerding out on slop jazz because it's basically just a guy talking about jazz. They just replace all the words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very funny. And in, they actually like capture like how jazz guys talk really mm-hmm. well. It's, it's, it's a pretty good time. Yeah, you, this scene could have been done by Riker. Just yeah, talking about normal true, jazz. True, true, yeah, because he fucking loves his jazz. He loves his jazz. Oh, he loves his jizz in, it, jizz in his <laughs> jazz, baby. Yeah, we need, we need to think of a third J for him. Jizz, jazz, jamaharon. J- oh, yeah. jizz, jazz, and jamaharon. That's a go. t-shirt. That's probably a t-shirt. <laughs> um... So back with Boimler, he's trying to fix everything uh, on the planet himself, but Talyn asks why he's failing at leadership, and she assures him he's fit for leadership, and his team deserves his trust. Mm. So you better delegate. And that's also that the same, like, weird cat guy that was in, like, the previous... It might have been. Yeah. And here's here's where I want to talk about something I find really weird. I don't uh. remember the name of it, but there is a another Star Trek podcast mm. that disc- that only discusses leadership through the lens of Star Trek. And they're like a, it's like a weekly podcast. Mm. And I've like tried to listen to it before and watch some clips online and I'm like, how the fuck does this dude do this every week? Like, I mean, I, I guess there's a lot to be said about leadership, but at the same time, like, week after week after week, the same fucking subject. Um, does he, uh, what, does he re- read a lot of those books, like, Who Moved My Cheese type things? I think so. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> Rich Dad, uh, Poor Dad. How, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. Like, all that type of shit. Like, yeah, so you can, he probably has, like, a bunch of, like, books that he's read that he can easily relate to Star Trek leadership and how those examples have been appeared and... You know what's oh man the fucking the worst thing ever is like leadership styles and how yeah. they're like oh you're this leadership style cuz you do this and this and this and I'm like you know you can be like just a good leadership style <laughs> and just do what you say you're going to do and do the best to do what you're asked yeah like it's really not that hard but like they're like oh yeah well this type of leader is distant but demanding I'm like that guy sounds like a fucking dick that doesn't sound like a good leader at all <laughs> Um, I remember one time during a job interview, I was I was grilled like they they they're like, I think they were trying to test me, but they were like fighting me on all my decisions. Um, I'm just like, was this Whole Foods? Uh, mm. Nucor, and uh-huh. like they were just like, you know, what kind of leadership style do you like? And I was mm. just like, I don't know, like I guess like one a leader that knows the the position and mm-hmm. and and can demonstrate missionary position and can demonstrate the skills but i think like part of, they were fighting me on every single thing that i said and like well why didn't you say this i'm like 
I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> like I'm not I'm not the leader here. Like, I don't yeah. care. Like, like just, and you you weren't going for a leadership position or anything. No. Why uh, this is just the interview to get the job. Yeah, like I I just feel like I don't know, like someone who's not a jerk. Yeah. Like someone who doesn't second guess like everything I say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone doesn't second guess every single thing that I made. Like I know I'm you're hiring me to to uh, weld and to um, and to and to fill and to build bricks inside of a giant ladle. Like yeah, you're just tell me just tell me where the bricks are. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking like tell me what piece of metal to put to what piece of metal, and I can do that. for I you. I can do that for you. Yeah, but, like I don't care like what type of leadership my boss has as long as they're a competent leader and a nice person. <laughs> I know that's all there is to it. That's all there is to leadership is being able to do the jobs beneath you mm-hmm. competently and fill in where you need to yeah and like organize things well like it's it's all organization i think like the most i think the most like correct answer i could have given is like give clear communication or something there you go and then and then like the more they talked you'd you'd be like yeah i asked for clear communication (laughs) yeah i know i I don't have you been listening (laughs) you should be like i like a good listener who clearly communicates I (laughs) i know it was such a it was such a weird thing to like uh, interview question to drag out for so long. I was just like, man, I don't know, dude. Maybe they have like a, a fucking like a time limit. They need to like do the interview for eighty minutes <laughs> yeah. in order for it to like for them to hire you. So they're like fucking ask him again what kind of leadership he likes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ask him in a different way. <laughs> I, it, it, it was a very annoying interview, and then like then they're like, oh, you got the job. I'm like, did I? Okay, cool. <laughs> like, I, like, it seemed like you guys really hated me in that interview for some reason, but yeah. <laughs> you're like the only applicant they needed someone. Yeah, yeah. Like at first, they're like, have you murdered anyone on the job? Yeah. Nope. And then they could just check the box has job. <laughs> and then, well, we have 95 more questions for you. <laughs> and they're just like, do you have a pulse? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you know what metal is? <laughs> not the music. <laughs> not the music. Not the genre. Yeah. It, it, yeah. They're just like God. We only have one applicant, and we gotta gotta stretch this out till lunch. Yeah. Ugh, lunch is not for another two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I've I've never been there. No, no. Is a uh, is someone who like managed like grocery store operations for a long time, never had that problem. Never had too much time to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was always racing against the clock, and and the thing too is like, I always uh, I always came in like under budget. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always like ran a real tight ship, and just at the same time, I was the only team that was under budget but Mm -hmm. at the same time i was the highest paid team in the entire company Mm. because i just found all of the best most senior people in the company Mm -hmm. who were incredibly reliable and knew how to do their fucking jobs Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't the fastest people and i would hire them Mm -hmm. like like on fucking site and i'd poach and i didn't give a fuck (laughs) and i fucking but i built like the best team and the best team operates itself yeah that's that's the fucking that's the key that's the key to shit. But, yeah, most hands off leaders the best leader. <laughs> Straight up, I was laws affair, and the way I led too is like, yeah, I just schedule everything and organize everything very well, and then go and do the exact same job that all of my workers were doing, mm-hmm. and show that like, yeah, I'm not above your work. I'm just the person who organizes it. Yeah, that's literally it. And I'm yeah. I was paid the same as my most senior staff member, which I think is fair. Oh yeah. 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 I mean. Make, that, that makes the most amount of sense. Mm-hmm. It's basically what I was saying in that interview, but they were just like, 
I think they were just wanting to see where my stress level was. Well, well, how, do you, well, how can you assist us in the upward transfer of wealth? Yeah. Will you take a lower <laughs> wage or less hours? Would you work for free? <laughs> how can how would you like to be exploited by us <laughs> yeah. in the heat factory? In the torture factory. The torture dungeon. <laughs> in the old spaghetti factory. <laughs> the Spaghetti Factory. <laughs> we have nothing but old spaghetti for you to eat. <laughs> and breadsticks. <laughs> They're very old. They're <laughs> The soup is cold. Because it's the old. Spaghetti Factory. <laughs> I just love that name for that restaurant. It's so, it's, it's so gross. It is. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. We have, uh, we have this this fucking dilapidated building, <laughs> yeah. and we just have stale spaghetti in here. Yeah. Come on in and have dinner. <laughs> the name brings up two mental images. One, all the food is is expired and old, <laughs> and two, it's in a an old dilapidated factory that's probably like the one that Edward Scissorhands lived in. <laughs> it's just like, like, so you just imagine a bunch of, of moldy spaghetti on like on some Tim Burton ass fucking conveyor belt or something. Edward Spaghetti Hands. Edward Spaghetti Hands. He just lives in that. lives in lives in the old spaghetti factory and has spaghetti moldy spaghetti hands. <laughs> Yeah, I wish that was that's what uh, Edward Penis Hands was like. It's just yeah. him sticking some old wet spaghetti in a pussy. <laughs> trying to trying to put it in and it's just like folding and falling onto the floor. Give, giving giving people yeast infections. <laughs> <laughs> Semolina poisoning. Semolina poisoning, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a Harry Potter theme song. Yeah, I, that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know the yeah. difference. They're the same movie, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, wasn't it Danny Elfman who did both soundtracks? I don't think he did Harry Potter, did he? Okay. Might have. Might have. He does every single soundtrack in the entire he, yeah, world. He, yeah, he does everything that's spooky. Yeah. If you if you're watching a movie and you're like, man, this is pretty spooky, chances are fucking either Tim Burton directed it or Danny Elfman scored it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or t Tim Burton might have just produced it now because he produces a lot of dog shit. Yeah, like the Wednesday Adams TV show. Never watched it. I've I've heard some good things from people, but mm. not not people whose opinions I trust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I watched and I was just like, woof. Again, and I think and I think they're trying to say Tim Burton directed it, but I don't think he did. No, I think it was. I think he probably came and like directed one scene and then. Maybe like, or, or he gave gave notes, and some other person did, did all the other work. But he he just hung out on set and tried different weird shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can we add stripes to this? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's he, he was a stripes director. Yeah, yeah. he's like, mm, this outfit's good, but it could use some stripes. Mm -hmm. Damn. How about them black, white, vertical? <laughs> no, horizontal. <laughs> oh my god, he's a genius. Tim Burton, you've done it again. <laughs> and print. Uh, Send give, it to Netflix. Give him an Emmy. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
back with Tendi. She's in the isolinear chip room doing it fast and doing it right. Doing uh, it right. Doing it all night long. Oh, yeah. Chipping away at the isolinear chips. Chipping away. I mean, there's got to be some porn on one of these, right? Yeah. Maybe some CP. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Dirk is Dirk seemed like he a dirty boy. Yeah. Yeah. Dirk. Dirk. Dirk has a dirty Dirk, if you know what I mean. <laughs> dirty, dirty Dirk, and he lets it work. And, was, and like they're they're so slow at updating like the cast list on an in movie database mm-hmm. for these. Because I'm pretty sure there's lots of like guest stars, but it never lists them. Yeah, that's true. And well, but I'm, they could all be Fred Tassiori too. They could all be he Fred does Tassiori. a lot of voices. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, but I just want to know who does the voices. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I don't really care personally. <laughs> like past the main cast, I'm like, yeah, it's voice actors, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like George Clooney playing the fucking dog or pig or whatever on, yeah. on South Park. It's, mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah, you know, it's uh, something that happened. It is. It is. A, it is a historical record. <laughs> or was it um, uh, the the blonde Bond guy? Oh, um, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig was was in um, uh, the Force Awakens, just as a stormtrooper. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was like one of the stormtroopers that went into the room um, when um, Adam Driver was fucking up with it. From, oh yeah, like, did, it, losing did, his cool. Did did they give him that role because they like put a James Bond scene in uh, the Last Jedi? Did they? Was that the Last Jedi where they went to the fucking? Uh, casino Planet. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. That that is a scene I thought was really unnecessary. It was bad, is what that <laughs> it was. It was really bad. Yeah. That's why when you know people talk about like that the Jedi, Last Jedi was a good movie. It's like it wasn't a good movie. It wasn't a good movie. It, it just like it was a good subversion of Star Trek or Star Wars, and yeah. that's about it. Yeah, it, it it introduced like an interesting thing that could have been done, but like mm-hmm. everything about the movie was just bad. Like, and then it was all undone by the next movie, yeah, which fucking undone. sucks. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. It's another movie. Oh God. I, that's another movie I haven't seen. Another Star Wars movie I haven't seen. So you want to know a worse film than the last one we watched? <laughs> like, straight up. That. Like, 100%, The fucking Rise of Skywalker is the worst Star Wars film. Wow. It's, 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 it's I don't know. It's, it's either that or Attack of the Clones. Mm. If, both, of, both of which I, those are the only two Star Wars uh, trilogy movies I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of those other. You haven't seen Rogue One? I did see Rogue One. I liked Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One was good. Um, but yeah, I, but uh, Han Solo or Solo, not good. It played in the background one day when I was doing something else. There, there was like one good act in it. Like the final act is kind of mm. all right, but like the way they lead up to it and then the way the movie resolves, mm. fucking suck. Mm. It's not worth your time yeah, or effort. I, I don't know. None, none of the Star Wars stuff really like connects with me in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, I'm fine never watching Attack of the Clones or Revenge. What's the last one? Um, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Like, uh, I'm fine not watching those, but I know saying that <laughs> our Patreons are going to punish me. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Pat. You're going to watch all the Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our Patreons. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna lose a lot of them this week. Um, nah, we love you guys. We do, we do. 
me. Even though you hate us. Yeah, even though you like to watch us suffer. Um, <clears throat> so, Mariner is still listening to Dirk's jazz lecture, uh, which is very funny, and Rutherford gets caught in the Marine game. Yeah. Right at the last I moment. I do like how he just, like, like, like beast through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he fucking, he speed runs the shit, and uh, right at the last moment, uh, Rutherford disables the game and turns it off. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. Pretty good at it. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I wish I could be that good at anything, besides mm. masturbating. Yeah. But they don't give out awards for masturbating, unless you do it on camera a lot. You yeah. know what? Like, trophy uh, businesses, you can get your own uh, engraved trophy for $10. Just ten bucks. I bet. Yeah, bucks. online. I'm sure you could. Yeah. Yeah. No, just but, like the the uh, the the uh, trophy um, store in downtown Seattle. Yeah, but 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 is the trophy going to be shaped exactly like my penis? No. Do they have that much metal? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! Looks like you're going to have to do a, do a oh do an aura coup over in some foreign country and steal all their gold because we're going to need some more ore for this dick, bitch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> gonna have to strip mine some foreign country. Yeah, my my dick is gonna yeah, strip mine the global south. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Sometimes they're gonna, they're, the gonna, dick they're gonna put some lithium in there just for fun. Yeah, you know, my, my dick is battery powered yeah. after all. Yeah, so. just put some lithium. The lithium won't even be refined, it'll just be like raw lithium. <laughs> <laughs> just some implants. Some plutonium just, is gonna be in there. Just to make it a little bit heavier, you know, yeah. put some weight to it, you know. You know, just 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 because, you know, put some put some, put some of the, put whatever in there, you know. Yeah. Just fill it up. Yeah. Hey, hey uh, it's like uh, going to a gas station in Oregon or New Jersey is hey, fill her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, I I think they changed the law, probably in both places, maybe mm. in just one of them. But mm. yeah, that was a weird thing. That was. And the weird thing too is like it, the the idea was like uh, it was supposed to help like people who recently got out of jail get jobs. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that that sounds like a good idea. Like you know, put people who do property crimes right next to people. <laughs> Give them the public trust and put them right next to people's cars. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I did. It did. It was funny when, like, I think the first time I ever went to Oregon, like, um, like I got out of the car to pump, and they're just like, "No, no, I got it." I'm like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I don't even really understand, like, how you, you have to have someone else pump your gas for you. Yeah, I'd be uh, if I were one of them. I'd be like, you know how they have bathroom attendants <laughs> who like give you a little cologne and stuff. Ooh. Well, I'm like that, except nothing like that. I'm going to pump your gas for you. (laughs) (laughs) I just have the same job title. Yeah. Being a bathroom attendant would be a sick gig, I think. Yeah, probably. Did I ever tell you about the the strip club bathroom attendant Mm -mm. I encountered in Pennsylvania? No. That, 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 that has to be a weird job. I guess you're just probably there to keep people from jacking off or whatever. Yeah, and it was like a, it was like biker night there. Mm. And so I could understand why you need, you know, someone make, to make sure people aren't, like, having sex in the bathroom stall mm. or anything like that. Yeah. Um, that was, that, I had a friend who worked. Uh, she was a bouncer at a gay club in D.C. Mm-hmm. And she was just like... All I do is just sit in the bathroom, keep people from having sex. No, in the bathroom. That, that's why you go to like any of the gay bars downtown here in Seattle, and mm-hmm. they all have a sign that explicitly states only one person in the bathroom at a time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, if two people go in, like they get the biggest guy behind the bar, and he knocks on that fucking door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, she was just like, I just break up sex all the time, keep people. And I was just like, yeah, it must be fun. This is must 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 be fucking nice. <laughs> 
Um, Be the sex narc. Yeah. Yeah, there's worse jobs to have. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's it's something they probably shouldn't be doing. And it's it's sordid and gross and disgusting. But mm. that's also what makes it super hot, <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> Um, Yeah. Yeah, I've I've had sex in public bathrooms and mm. it's super hot. Mm. Yeah. I need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we worked with a guy who would have sex with himself in our work bathrooms. Who is that? Brian. Oh, would he jerk off in the bathroom? Yeah, all the time. That makes sense. He was yeah. a he was a horny little troll. Yeah, he was a horny he was the he horniest was a gremlin little troll. man. Yeah. yeah. I, I once went to um Eastern Orthodox Church with him. Why? I, me and my like he invited me and my girlfriend to go mm. to like a Greek uh, heritage festival, but to go to church with him first. And so we went to church with him, and we also went with Jonas. Oh, I remember Yoni? Yeah, poor Jonas. Yeah, I know. He was he was really I loved Jonas. Jonas was too kind to Brian. He, Jonas was just like the nicest person on earth. Yeah, like I loved Jonas. Very good. Yeah, he very rocks. Good guy. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Went to Greek Orthodox Church, and uh, it was weird and long. Was like, it Greek or was it Russian? Uh, it was Eastern Orthodox Church. I don't remember if it mm. was Greek or Russian. I think it was. Uh, I think it was just Eastern Orthodox. Mm. I don't think it was. But I know uh, he was like involved in the Russian type. Yeah. Uh, church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and he like he he would just choose whatever religion was like the closest he could find to fascism at the time, kind of. Yeah, he because he briefly joined. He be, briefly became Jew, a Jew. He was like right. joined Judaism. <clears throat> Did you hear about the story with that and his Jewish tattoo, his Star of David? Yeah, and the dude threw him out of his car. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, that, that like super jacked dude. Yeah, that dude was ripped. Yeah, that he, dude was super nice too. I liked yeah. him a lot. I actually uh, ended up dating someone who dated him for a while. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and apparently she like wrecked his mind so bad that uh, after they broke up, he just like quit his job and moved to New York. <laughs> like wow. immediately, like that same week. I did wonder. I used to see him like every day inside uh, Butthole Foods. Yeah. And then one day he just stopped coming in because yeah. he's like, he's a, he was obviously like, someone you would instantly notice because yeah. it was like it was like this rip this dude who basically looked like the incredible hulk no I covered mean, in tattoos I, I would i would say he kind of looked like an even bigger henry rollins yes yes yeah, he absolutely but, did. but he also had like uh, salt and pepper hair yes he was he was a hot dude yeah i can see why uh yeah someone who would fuck me would fuck him <laughs> <laughs> But I did like how, yeah, he's he's also Jewish, and then showed Brian showed him his Star of David tattoo, and, and he's like, "Wait, you're not Jewish," and, yeah. and then threw him out of his car. But I I I think I'm Jewish right now. Yeah. And then he's like, "No, you're not." Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't imagine going to the Orthodox Church. I've done a lot of things in my life just for the story, dog. Especially yeah. since I'm pretty sure they're very very anti-gay <laughs> yeah like, yeah so it's like mm. this was right around the time i was like figuring my shit out oh, and yeah. coming out of my old closet there yeah that so, makes sense yeah well yeah i would still not bet the vibes are just totally off there very very <laughs> off and it, we were like maybe like there was probably like two dozen people in this church mm. and the church was fucking enormous oh yeah they <laughs> they always are it's like mm -hmm. yeah, but you probably went on like an off day like a weekday or something right no it was it was like on a it was no it wasn't on the sabbath it mm. was like the day before oh, but yeah. like it was for the greek 
so there was a ton of people at the Greek festival. Just no one came to church beforehand. Mm. You know what? No, it was on a Sunday. It mm. was on a Sunday. It was on like a day people were supposed to be there. I think we just came to the second service. There mm. was like a fucking 7 a.m. service and then like a 930 service. Jesus. Of course, I go to the 930 service because what kind of fucking psychopath wakes up at like, you know, 6 a.m. to go to church on a Sunday? My parents, my parents made me used to do that when I was a kid. I asked you what kind of psychopath, and it's your parents. <laughs> it's my parents. It's your parents. So oh, th- yeah. thanks for answering the question. I, uh, I, I love that because, yeah, we would have to uh, wake up at the butt crack of dawn and uh, go to mass, mm-hmm. and it was like the worst shit in the world. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever do confession? Uh, yeah. Like, I was required to a few times. When, and when was the last time you'd done confession? God, I don't even know. I'm sorry. When was your last confession, <laughs> my child? My child. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I can't even remember. I think it was, like, when I was a teenager, probably confirmation. When okay. I had to do confirmation, and you're you're required to do it. And I was just like, um... Did you get to choose... I, pun- I was like, I punched my brother. <laughs> did, 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 you get, did you get to choose a new Christian name? Uh, I mean, my name's already pretty christian so i just got to yeah, choose but, patrick oh you just chose patrick yeah you get to choose another name if you want yeah i don't know i just i didn't care <clears throat> yeah, like you, I, could, yeah. you could have been like um ezekiel who's pretty cool <laughs> i should have been ezekiel or fucking no you should have been like how about judas <laughs> yeah i'm i'm judas baby call me judas 30 piece <laughs> <laughs> 30 piece judas <laughs> yeah i, sh- I should have god damn it but I was just like I, I know I was already like I was there very begrudgingly in the first place, so I was mm-hmm. just like I don't care. Yeah. And so I was having lots of fights with my dad about it. I didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. but he was like, "Please, I didn't have a confirmation," because he was raised Methodist. And he's a, he's a, he converted to Catholicism. <laughs> He was he was having fucking like past regrets for you. Yeah, is uh, I never got the chance to be confirmed, and I've regretted it all my life <laughs> yeah, because no. I was praying to the same God who's slightly, slightly different. <laughs> yeah, slightly. So, like, so yeah, he's they both hate gays. Basically, begged me to do it, and mm-hmm. it was it was awful. Like I don't I don't wish it on anyone. I don't mm-hmm. wish the Catholic faith on anyone. Nor do I. Nor do I. I also don't wish Vexilon on anybody. Yeah, yeah. no Vexilon. Because uh, Freeman gets Vexilon back online, and Boimler and his team finish up, uh, with his team actually working for him now and him delegating. Yeah, but, everything gets done. Mm-hmm. Teamwork makes the dream work. Indeed. But one thing is left to be done, and Boimler saves the day, but blows himself up in the process. He wakes up in something similar to the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks <laughs> with a black mountain in the background <laughs> and the koalas speaking like the little man in Twin Peaks. <laughs> and I like how the subtitles were like, speaks koala. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> this was, Yeah, this was my favorite scene of that episode. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the episode, but I did. <clears throat> I do like all of the lore they have with like death and Star Trek now. Yeah. And them really leaning into like the cosmic koala and like the Black Mountain of Doom where you fight three versions of your father (laughs) like that's right that was out the window yeah we i yeah i like that a lot yeah and it's like you know yeah like clearly like with all of the different planets and aliens and religions that possibly exist out there like whatever the true afterlife is has to be completely unlike any of them Mm -hmm. so yeah like it gives it gives it gives a lot of leeway to just like be as creative as you want and just just make anything up 
Yeah. It doesn't matter. Kind of silly, kind of fun. Yeah. A little, a little bit silly, a little bit fun. Yeah. So Boimler wakes up, and he's back from the dead. Uh, Ransom congratulates him and says, you never forget your first death, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Yeah. I guess since Boimler's no longer an ensign, he gets to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's not totally redshirted. Yeah, he's not totally redshirted, so mm-hmm. he gets to survive any um, any, is, uh, any deaths that he may endure. Right, right. They get to do medical miracles on him, unlike anyone with one pip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone else, it's fair game. Expendable. I kind of have a, th- I, I have a, a feeling mm-hmm. um, a character is going to die at the end of this season. Which one do you think? The Vulcan girl. Talyn? Talyn. That'd be a bummer because I really like Talyn. Yeah, I, I I have a feeling they're including her a lot. Mm-hmm. She's she's like joining the main cast. On she, a lot she's of, a really good straight man, I think. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, that's something they really haven't had in the show. Except mm-hmm. for Rutherford is kind of a straight man sometimes, but yeah. I don't know. He's also he's yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of like na- he's just naive. Mm-hmm. Like he just has that naive charm since he's since his brain's half gone. Right. Like, but I don't know. I have a feeling since they're like they're really doing putting Talyn in a lot of episodes this season I think I think it's ju- juicing her up for a death I don't I, I think she's just kind of supposed to be like the fifth lower decker now that's me but who knows who knows we'll see I guess we'll see we are getting lots of people dying <clears throat> yep we are so in the bar Rutherford Mariner Tendy and Talyn are thankful Dirk didn't get caught in their trap and it turns out Dirk was just hazing them all along as he <laughs> talks to Ransom at another table, and they laugh together. <laughs> uh, he also admits that he released Lancelot to go attack Rutherford. <laughs> Him and Ransom laugh. End of episode. Excellent. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, it was it was kind of a forgettable episode. It like, was. Like, I'd watched it last week, and then you were like, well, yeah, we're going to do that episode. You know, obviously, we had to do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, what happened? <laughs> Yeah, like when when I was like I was sitting here, and before we started, and I was just like, "What happened in that episode? What happened?" <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was kind of forgettable. Like except for like you know, there's it did come back to me, but yeah, there's some cool scenes. It's an okay episode, I think. It didn't have a lot of like the Rick and Morty stuff the previous two se- episodes of the mm-hmm. season did, because it kind of felt like the season was delving more back into. Um, Rick and Morty territory? A little bit. Yeah, this this one unfortunately felt very Rick and Morty to me. It's mm-hmm. Trek and Morty. Trek and Morty. And uh, that's that's not my favorite thing. It was like a lot of hijinks. I mean, there was some homages to Star Trek and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of like references to it, but uh, it was just the references to Star Trek. They didn't really do a, a whole lot with it or like build on the lore or explain anything or mm-hmm. lampoon anything super well. No. So Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, there's all a Moraine. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you have to complete all Marine. Great. You yeah. Do it. <laughs> uh, and then like the 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 Betazoid box thing was like I don't know that it was it you, was wacky uh, and corny when they first did it. They didn't need to do it again. No, that would have been fun if they did have Armin Shimmerman. Yeah, um, that that would have worked better. But it was just like zany. Yeah, I feel if you're going to include it, it it like it would have been kind of subversive to just have him in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like cuz you're wondering like when you when we first saw the Betazoid gift box we were like, okay, is it a robot? Is it mm-hmm. living? Yeah. Like it's kind of like Is it giving? Is it giving? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it the giving box? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh yeah, it's just something with that, you know. I mean, we did, I guess, kind of saw that it is kind of has its own sentience in a way. 
like you know zapped at the end and would, it's just like oh what's, what was i doing no would you um would you stick your dick in the bedazoid box your dick in a box yeah <laughs> i don't think so why not i just don't like you, d- you don't know what its intentions are and also it doesn't give consent yeah, but it could. It's kind of got a personality, it seems. It does. I don't know. It, it, I just. But feel can you really have agency if you're a box? Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, it seems like it has a brain. It seems like it has agency, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like, could could you fuck? Could you put your dick in Zombie's mouth from um, from Pee Wee's Playhouse? Would that be ethical? I don't think like, so. Like, if he really wanted it, and he's like, Mecca, like a high, Mecca, stick it in my mouth. <laughs> you know what? If Jambi, if if Jambi's cool with it, you know, mm-hmm. it depends if if it's like a, if if it's a if it's like a two consenting human a human and a genie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what goes on between a human and a genie? And and cl- behind closed doors with yeah. full consent. Behind closed, um, yeah, uh, like dungeon of secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like do whatever you want with your genie. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could wish, like, I don't know. Can you wish for consent from a genie? And if it's then given, is that actual consent? I think they cover that in um, Aladdin. The new one? No, the cartoon. The movie, oh. original movie. Remember, oh, yeah. like, uh, Robin Williams is like, all right, there's a couple of rules. I can't kill anyone for you, and I can't uh, make anyone love you. Oh, and I'm not gonna suck your dick. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Oh, jeez! Oh, oh, oh boy! Oh, yeah! <laughs> He's like, oh, now I, now I'm Milton Berle. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, even though these reference, these people aren't alive yet. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, that, I think that pretty much covers it. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't eat a genie. Can't, can't grant consent. And I think that's a great place for us to leave it. <laughs> Why not? If there's one takeaway from this episode, it's a genie can't grant consent. Can't grant consent. Can't grant consent. Can't grant consent. Can't yeah. grant carry consent. <laughs> so if you ever come across a genie, don't even try it, buddy. No, you can't even stick your dick in the lamp. All right. No, no, don't even do that. Yeah, yeah. just like leave that. Le- like just treat the genie with respect. And treat others with respect. One must wonder, though, like, could could the lamp be full of lube? And if so, are you then, like, is, is using the lube and putting it on your dick, is that kind of like fucking the genie? I mean, maybe. Because they put oil in those those lamps, right? That's yeah. what they're meant to hold and, like, use mm-hmm. oil as a lube. Yeah. I'm sure back in the days before, you know actual lube people were using like olive oil coconut oil stuff like that mm. to lube up for a, a ground pound you know it's a good episode of x-files is the one with the genie but the genie's wrapped up in a rug oh yeah i like that episode mm-hmm. it's pretty funny it has will sasso in it oh yeah will sasso from mad television mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very funny episode because like will sasso is in a wheelchair uh, also from king of queens is he in that? Is that or is that Frank Caliendo? I always get the two of them. I think conflated. it's Frank Caliendo. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I think it's Will Sasso. <clears throat> Maybe I don't ever watch King of Queens. Yeah. No. I do like Will Sasso. He's very funny. Mm-hmm. Is he? 
Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. He's really funny. Oh yeah. He likes to have little parties where he goes on live, and then he and and he's just clapping along with songs. And he invites people to clap along in the song with him. Mm-hmm. I've I've this I've, this sounds like something they do at uh, uh, in special education <laughs> centers. Hey, I like to clap along with with Will Sasso. Mm-hmm. He plays a bunch of cool songs. Sure you do, buddy. Sure you do. <laughs> I like to clap along with him. I tried to join one of his streams one time, but I was chosen over another person because I wanted to clap with him on the camera, mm-hmm. and I didn't get to clap along with him on the camera. Wow. But one day, you know, he hasn't done it in a while. I'd, but... be, I'd be looking at the gun too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very simple guy. Yeah. You know, I, I just have, like, my... But what I want out of life is just to like mm-hmm. go on Instagram live, join Will Sasso's live stream, clap along to a song, have him give me a thumbs up, yep. tell me everything's okay. Man, <laughs> your whole life is a mad TV, isn't it? <laughs> Lowered expectations. <laughs> Yeah, this is no longer a lowered decks podcast. This is lowered <laughs> expectations. That was a good skit on there. Oh, don't remember it. Oh, really? I have all of uh, MTV on my server, but I refuse to watch that shit. What? It's not good. It's, it's so fucking it's funny. It's deeply problematic in so many places. What about um, Artie, Artie Lang's That's My White Mama? Dude, Artie Lang is so deeply problematic. <laughs> his nose is flat now. Oh, yeah, because he's, he's fucking destroyed his septum, yeah. snorting so much cocaine. Oof. Artie Lang, how yeah. the mighty have fallen. How the Mighty were never on top of anything. They were always just pieces of shit. <laughs> you didn't like... Uh, um, dirty Work? Yeah, I love Dirty Work. Or, or like from Mad TV, Kenny Rogers, Jackass. I'm Kenny Rogers, this is Jackass. I don't remember that at all. Oh, man. I'm, I'm telling you... My brother I, still quotes that to this day. Like, I, he'll just be like, Kenny Rogers, Jackass. I watched a lot of MTV. The only stuff I remember is the most problematic shit. Like, mm. he Ms. looking Ms. like a man. Yeah, Mrs. Swan. He looking like a man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Miss Swan. That like that they did in the in kind of like the darker stuff is just when they did their characters, mm-hmm. like forever. Like Stuart, Miss Stuart Swan. sucks so much. I fucking hate that character. <laughs> and he's on like every episode. Yeah. They have a Stuart sketch in every episode, and they're never funny. No, no, and it's just not. it's just man, baby, the sketch, and it's like <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> Why is putting him in a different situation funnier? It's not. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And I wonder what happened to that actor because they didn't bring him back for the um, uh, Clone High reboot because he, 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 he was Gandhi in the Clone High and Clone uh, High. And uh, since Clone uh, Gandhi was too problematic to have on there, they didn't include him in the reboot. More like Attack of the Clone High. <laughs> Ooh, I wish. Yeah. I like the I like the original run of Clone High. I didn't. That yeah, was pretty good. Yeah, the 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 reboot. I'm like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Didn't yeah. didn't spend the time. Yeah. So I guess that's a good place for us to leave it. Yeah. At Clone High. At uh, Clone High. So uh, what do we learn here? Uh, you don't stick your dick in a genie. Now leave genies alone. You can't wish for consent. No. Um, Attack of the Clone High. Attack of the Clone High. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, watch Mad TV. Don't. <laughs> it's on my server. Don't. <laughs> I'm going to watch it when I get home. Don't. <laughs> Don't. That's where Key and Peele met. 
Yeah, I know. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I met a, I met you at Whole Foods. I'm never going back. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm never stepping foot in a Whole Foods again. I mean, unless I'm stealing something or returning something to Amazon. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I don't go into Whole Foods. Oh, that's true. I did have to go into uh, a Whole Foods to pick up a package. Yeah. To pick up my laptop. I had to go in there to pick up a package. You know, I went to the bathroom and picked up my dick. <laughs> What's up? Got him. Found some found some twink in the whole body section. Hell yeah, that whole booty section. <laughs> Ooh, is this the whole body section or the whole booty section? The booty hole section. <laughs> booty hole. Ooh, they got that booty hole. Uh, yep, that's where we're leaving it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging with us, soldiers. Be well, travel safe, and uh, probably probably skip this episode. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. It's you, fine. You, you won't lose anything. No. No. All right, y'all. Thanks for checking with us, soy boys, girls, and the the beans. And and dong and shaka. Shaka.